Welcome to Mission Driven with AC Cristalis. Today's podcast is going to be a little different. I'm recording it on Sunday night, January 26. And I had in mind what I was going to do for this solo podcast. I'm always excited about recording solo podcasts and providing the listeners something motivating and empowering and inspiring. You know, I mean, I really hope that's been the case with the solo podcast in the past, you know, couple of months. Um, But this past week, you know, actually it happened last Saturday. I found out that one of my former students had passed away. And, um, you know, when I got that news, uh, I was, I was shocked, you know, cause the last thing you ever want to, last thing you ever want to get, you know, is a phone call or a text message or an email that just, you know, provides you with news or information that just, you know, rocks your world, you know, and just makes you just think about life and how fragile it is. And so that happened last Saturday. And then today, you know, Isabella had a tournament this weekend. So yesterday she played two games and today she played two games and there's a big break between the games, right? So her first game of the day was at 11 a.m. And then her next game was at 5 p.m. And so in between, you know, the two games, you know, the news comes out that that Kobe Bryant, you know, died in a, in a, you know, an accident, you know, a helicopter, his helicopter crashed while he was taking his, his daughter to, to her basketball game, you know, that he was going to coach. And so just having that information and it's just, like I said, you know, this, this may be the podcast that, that, um, I'm just going to go, you know I mean? I'm just going to go with, with what's on my heart right now, um, totally, you know, like I said, not, you know, what, what I had planned to do, because again, sometimes, you know, your plans, you just got to push them aside. So I just, I just want to speak from my heart, but yeah, listen, you know, hearing that news about Kobe today, um, man, again, you know, just, just shows you how, how life is, is, is but a vapor, right? That's one of my favorite you know scriptures from the bible that says life is but a vapor you know it's just like we're here today gone tomorrow type deal you know and and it's just so true and so in thinking about you know kobe you know i i I texted my brother and when he responded back he was like man it's it's crazy you know it's it's sad you know he was he was part of our generation you know he i mean we saw Kobe, you know, he's only three years older than he was only three years older than I was. And so we saw him as he, you know, entered into the NBA straight out of high school. And he pretty much took took over the baton after Jordan retired, you know. And and if you guys know, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Chicago guy through and through, you know. So Michael Jordan, you know, will forever be my my favorite basketball player of all time. And. You know, I'm not going to get on this podcast and, and say that Kobe, you know, was my favorite player. You know, I, I never really liked the Lakers and uh, I never really, you know, was a fan of Kobe. But, you know, I respected his game and everything that, that he did for the game of basketball, you know, and, and just 
you know, you, you hear so many stories, right, about Kobe in terms of his work ethic, in terms of his mentality. In fact, you know, if you get on social media, that's one of the things that that's coming on, you know, that Mamba mentality. And so you respect all that, right? I mean, in terms of what he's given to the game and what he's done for the community and for his fans and for the city of L.A., you know, so you, you have to respect that. But I guess what really got to me, and, and it did get to me, uh, number one is, again, he's just 41, all right, and I turned 38 a month ago. So that kind of just puts, thing in, puts things into perspective. But then number two, you know, he's a father. You know, he, he had four daughters, and he's a husband and a family man. And, and to think that, you know, just, you know, his, his three daughters, you know, because the the story becomes even more heartbreaking and tragic when you when you hear that you know he was with his daughter and she passed away too and she's 13 years old and and you know I'm like wow it's just it's just so sad but you know he's got three other little girls and you know they're without a dad now and it's just it's just crazy man how how life how life is and and so my heart breaks for for them you know, for his wife, Vanessa, and for his three girls, and for his, his sisters, and for his parents, because, you know, now, you know, his parents have lost a son, you know, his wife has lost a husband, and his his girls have lost their father, so it's just, oh man, <laughs> it's just, it's, it, it, it stinks, it's heartbreaking, it's tragic, and so, um, Again, you know, I always, I always try to tie everything, you know, try to apply it and connect it to my life and, and try to think, okay, how does this relate to me? And, you know, as a father, you know, it, it relates big time because, you know, I had the opportunity to take, you know, Isabella to her game. You know, I had the opportunity to be there for her and, and you know, just just be her support. You know, there, there are a lot of things that... that um, that I could have been doing, you know, I mean, you know, things are just busy for me and that's good. And I'm not complaining about that, you know, but you only get, you know, me, in my case, you only have one daughter, you know, and so I have to maximize the, the time and the moments that I have with her because you just never know. And, um, and so I'll, I'll share this story real quick, you know, so today, you know, my, my, my plan was to, all right, I'm going to go to this first game, you know, and then there's all these things that I have to do because my Richland class that I teach, you know, you guys who have heard, you know, the podcast from the beginning know that I'm, I'm a college professor. And so, you know, the first day of class is, is tomorrow for my uh, Richland college class. And so just getting prepared for that and, you know, doing, you know, the things with my speaking and the podcast and my doctoral dissertation. So all these things, right? And so my plan was like, all right, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Isabella's first game. You know, we're going to have lunch and then I'm going to take care of what I got to take care of, you know? And so that was the goal. That that was the plan, right? <laughs> and then you hear, well, I heard, you know, the Kobe news. And I was like, you know, you know what? Forget that. <laughs> You know, I, I got to take Bella to the game. I got to be there with her. I got to, you know, just again. And and it's not, I'm not telling you that you can't miss, 
you know, certain soccer games. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that, that, you know, if you have kids out there, you know, and you miss your games that you're being a bad parent, please, that's not coming out of my mouth at all. I'm just saying that, you know, at this, at, at that moment, I was like, man, I, I just want to, I just want to hug her. You know, I just want to tell her that I love her. I just want to look her in her eyes and just say, hey, baby, I'm here for you and I love you and I'm always going to love you and, and I'm proud of you and, and I want the best for you, you know, because this is it. This is, it's just one life. You know, we don't, we only have one life. And so, um, you know, I, I told somebody, Hey, work, work can wait. You know what I'm saying? All the work that I have to do that, that can wait. You know, I, I just want to hug my daughter. You know, I just want to be around her. I just want to take it to a game. I just want to clown around with, with other soccer parents, you know? And, and so we get to the soccer fields and, you know, Bella, you know, is running around happy and which is great. You know, she's happy with her friends, her soccer teammates. And, <clears throat> but, you talk to the other parents and, and you know, you, you know, we, we talk about how, man, it's just, it's just so tragic and sad that, that, you know, Kobe Bryant's dead, you know, and, and here we are, you know, we're as, as soccer parents, we're here for, for our kids, for our daughters. And, and so again, it just puts things, things into perspective. So, um, but yeah, you know, that was, that was, um, part of my day today but um so before I go on to the next story um I just want to say to any Kobe Bryant fan out there who's who's listening to this podcast uh man you know my prayers go out to you as well you know it's and maybe it's not even if you were a Kobe Bryant fan you just you're just a fan of humanity you're just a, you're just a fan of just of just people you just love people and anytime somebody just you know dies too soon it hurts it's painful you know and it just shows our mortality and so for anybody out there that's hurting right now and in pain you know because of this loss um you know my prayers are with you you know so as you're listening to this you know just just know that you know i I, I always i always pray and, and and ask god to to speak to people you know um you know, to, for me to be a voice, his voice, you know, to that touches people's hearts and minds and, and encourages them and, and and just lets them know that there's hope. So if you're out there right now, you know, and you're feeling bummed out about the whole Kobe thing and, and it's going to be on, you know, for the next couple of days, it's it's going to be big, um, big news because it is big news. You know, it's it's, you know, like, you know, I was reading some Twitter feeds and they were talking about how this is probably one of the saddest days in NBA history, you know, so, you know, to think that, you know, uh, a sports figure, you know, of his magnitude and everything that he accomplished, you know, for him to be dead at 41, it's, it's a big news story, so, um, just know, you know, my prayers are with you and, and, uh, just like my prayers are with the family of Kobe Bryant and, you know, and any, and the other people who were in the, and the helicopter as well, you know, there's, man, I mean, it's even more tragic, you know, there was a husband and a wife and a daughter, you know, enough, you know, just more people who just passed away, man, so, um, my prayers are with those, with those families as well, and so, another thing that happened today, another thing that was on the agenda, right, because we talked about, you know, there's just things that I had to get done in terms of, you know, pre- preparation for the week, you know, it's, you know, the hustle never stops, right? You know, the grind never stops, you know, especially when when you want to do, 
you know, great things and not because you're trying to outdo anybody, but it's because you know that, hey, um, this is one life, you know, you only get one life. So, you know, and, and that's that's been my mentality, you know, you know, ever since I was a young kid, ever since I was 14, 15 years old, you know, I just man, I just got to constantly be be busy. You know what I'm saying? I just got to constantly, you know, be doing something new. So um, here I am, you know, uh, the last week of January. You know, and I want to make sure to keep keep these podcasts going. And again, you know, I just, you know, I, I told a friend of mine that I was like, I, I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop with my speaking. You know, I don't, not that I'm going to stop with my speaking because, you know, a couple of gigs are coming up here in the next couple of weeks. But um, I don't want to stop, you know, just, you know, prepping for that and learning. You know, I'm, I'm a learner, you know, so I don't want to stop reading. You know, I kind of feel bad when I don't I don't read and take notes and just, you know, keep learning, you know, because, you know, the, the more I learn, the better I'm able to speak, the better I'm able to serve, the, be able, the better I'm able to to just um, have information that will benefit people, you know. So I, I love I love reading. I love learning. And so um, <clears throat> when I talk about I don't want to stop with my speaking, that's what I mean. I don't want to stop getting better as a speaker. Um, and I don't want to stop these podcasts, you know. I, I, I don't. I want to I wanna stay consistent um, because, again, I think consistency is key. You know, the last thing, you know, you need is, is, for, is for me to say, hey, you know, I got this podcast, but the last one I released was like five months ago. You know, I, I don't want to be that. So I know I took a two week break for Christmas, um, <laughs> but now that, that we're back rolling, you know, I want I want to do what I said I was going to do every Monday. I want to come out with the show. So. Um, but any, anyways, you know, what else happened today has to do with the story that I that I started talking about at the beginning of this podcast. And um, it had, you know, has to do with, with um, my student, former student who, who passed away a couple weeks ago. And so let me just, let me, I'm just going to go ahead and tell the story and we'll, and we'll go from, you know, I'll go ahead and, and finish there. So last last Saturday, like I said, I got the, I got a text message from another former student of mine, and um, she was asking me if I had heard, you know, that that this student had died, and I and I had it. And when she told me that, I was just like, man, there's no way. This is this is there's no way, you know, 26 years old. There's no way. So immediately, the first thing that I do, I, I you know, I go on you know Facebook and and just try to just to see if I can find some information. And so there's not a lot of information. The only information that I'm able to find is um, that his his funeral had already passed and his wake had already passed. And I'm so like, man, I'm not even going to get a chance to pay my respects to him because I remember him. And, and here's why I remember him. Uh, I remember him because, you know, he was he was part of the first... Uh, class that I ever taught, you know, first full year class. So, I mean, when I first started teaching, I took a job my last semester of college, you know, so I, I, I taught a third grade newcomer class and, and, um, but it was only half a year, you know, it was like from January to May. So, but my first full year class was the class with, with this student in there. And, um, and, you know, people always say there's something about your first, you know, you always, you know, you remember your first. And so I remember, I remember that class. I was, you know, I always say that was my favorite class ever because I had the students from 
for in fourth grade bilingual and then um, I moved up with them so I was their fifth grade teacher as well and so you build a relationship with these students you know because not only do you have them one year but you have them two years and so you build relationships with them and, and you get close to them and and I, and I'll say this and if this is this hasn't been evident to people who who have listened to this podcast then um, I want to try to make it evident today you know the main reason why I got into education is because you know I wanted to help kids I wanted them to know that there was somebody that believed in them you know and and I wanted to be there for them you know the way I wish you know a male figure was there for me when I was young you know I mean honestly that's 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 the case you know that's you know, I, I wanted to be the father figure to kids who maybe didn't have a father figure or to the kids who maybe didn't have a strong father figure. I mean, I wanted to be that positive male role model in their life, you know, and, and I remember, you know, I would buy kids candy, you know, and the reason I would buy them candy is because as a little kid, that's all I wanted, man. It's all I wanted was for my dad to buy me candy, you know, and yet I didn't have a dad in my life to buy me candy. And, and so um, you, you, you get into education at least I got into education to, to give to others what I never had. And so, um, like I said, you get close with your students and, and that first group of, that I, that I taught, you know, that first full year group that I taught, um, you know, I, I, I've had the privilege to, to still stay in contact with several of the students from that class. Um, and like I said, They'll, they'll always be, they'll always be special, you know? Um, but the sad thing is that this particular student, I, I wasn't able to really stay in contact with, you know? Um, so this was before, you know, social media and, and the big thing that it is today, you know? Um, and, and, and from what I hear, he wasn't really, you know, <clears throat> the student wasn't really, um, on social media a lot. So, you know, that's probably another reason why we never connected. Um, but I, I didn't have the chance. I didn't have the chance to to see how he was doing. My my last memory of him is um, is receiving a letter from his his avid teacher. So he 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 was an avid student, you know, and because he was smart, he was smart, and and. And I was so happy to hear that because, you know, I remember when, when I taught him in fourth grade, you know, there was some talk that, you know, there was something wrong with him because he just, he wasn't learning, you know, and he wasn't performing academically. He wasn't performing well academically. So, you know, he had a, he had a huge file, right? He was, you know, in terms of just, you know, being tested for, for special education services and, and not meeting the criteria and all this stuff. But people thought there was, you know, something wrong and, and there wasn't, you know, there was, there was hidden potential there, you know, and, um, and I, I'm, I'm glad that I, I played a part, you know, in helping draw out that potential, you know, and, and, and helping him believe in himself. And so, you know, he really, he really thrived in fourth and fifth grade and I was happy. He was smart. And so, um, you know, back to, you know, high school, you know, I, I received a letter from his avid teacher and in the letter he, he talked about how Mr. Cristales, you know, like I, I was, I was that one teacher who believed in him and he'll never, he'll never, for, he wrote that he would never forget about me. And so that was, that was humbling. And, 
you know, I knew he graduated. I knew he was like top. I think, you know, well, now I know what it is because I'll tell you why I know, but he was top in his class in his graduating class. And so, um, and I knew that he was going to go to the University of Texas at Dallas. And so I was just like, man, I'm so, so happy to hear that. Um, but that was it. That was probably about, you know, seven, eight years ago, you know, when last time, last time I, you know, just had heard from him, you know, but, uh, you know, you, you know, you kind of just believe that he's going to continue to do well. I mean, you just believe that, well, they're just going to continue to do better. You know, you just, again, you never expect to hear that conversation where someone, you know, has passed away and, and so young. Um, but anyways, like I said, you know, I was, I was on a hunt. I was on a hunt to, um, to just locate his parents. So, you know, find out he, he's passed away, find out that the, the, the funeral passed, find out that the vigil had already passed. And I'm like, man, but I got to pay my respects to his parents. I, I got to let them know that, 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 that their son was special. I got to let them know that. And so through the help of social media, right, through the help of Facebook and through the help of my, of some of my students from my, um, from my, my first, you know, full year of teaching, um, I was able to, to locate his parents and, you know, get their telephone number and get their address. And so, um, today, today, you know, today was the day when I, when I went and paid my respects to them, you know, so today, the day, you know, Kobe Bryant passed away, um, and so you're just dealing with all, the, I'm just dealing with all these emotions and stuff, right? So, you know, today after Isabella's game, you know, um, she, she, you know, we're together, obviously, you know, and so we're, we're, I'm like, all right, baby, you know, I gotta, I have to make this stop here. You know, I gotta, you know, visit my, one of my former students' parents. And so we go and, and it's tough because the last thing you ever want as a parent is for you to outlive your kids, for you to um, have to bury a son or have to bury a daughter. And there I was in the, in the presence of, of a mom and dad who just a few weeks ago had to bury their son. And so I couldn't say much but it wasn't even about saying much. It was just about saying that that their son was special to me. He was special to me. And that, you know, I, I had to do this. I had to let them know. You know, because I, I don't I don't know I don't know what what what's going on through their minds. You know, the mom was like, you know, she was tearing up and crying and saying, you know, it's She's trying to be strong, but there's just some moments where she just, she's just so weak. And then the dad is just, just like, you know, the same, you know, just like, you know, you don't never, obviously you never plan for something like that, you know. And so I had to let him know. I had to let him know that, hey, um, your son was special. And so I had to pay my respects. And so... I'm just thankful that I had the opportunity to do that. I'm thankful that 
I had just um just let them know that you know I think as 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 a father you know one of the things you know that I know that I that that makes me proud is just to know that hey when people say you know hey your daughter's a great kid you know your daughter's a sweet girl your daughter's very respectful I mean there's something just beautiful about that and so I pray that my words to to the parents of my former student, I pray that they know that, that, you know, they can find some comfort and some peace and knowing that, man, you know, my son, you know, yeah, it's a tragic loss, but there were people in this world who, who were touched by my son and because I was, I was touched by him, you know, I was, you know, just one of those kids you'll never forget, you know, so, um, so yeah, not, not really, the type of uh, podcast episode that that you've been accustomed to hearing, <laughs> um, but one real, one one honest, one genuine, um, and just one that comes from from the heart. And not that the other ones don't, because they they do. They're honest and they're real. They're genuine, but. Um, just one that I that I feel will, will, you know, just bless someone out there. You know, I guess I guess this is my biggest this is my biggest thing right here, if that I want to leave you with. My the biggest thing that I want to leave you with is this is that, um, and I and I told actually I told one of my former students I I called her and I you know when I found out, I said hey, I want to let you know that I care about you. I want to let you know that I know I haven't been your teacher in a couple of years, but I care about you and I'm here for you. And I love what she told me. She's like, Mr. C, we're family. <laughs> she said, Mr. C, we're family. And I said, man. And in moments like this, it's, it's reassuring to me to know that you know, everything that I've been able to do in the last 19 plus years in education have been worth it to know that there are students that I've built relationships with. And so it's more than just teacher student. It's Mr. C or family. But I wanted her to know that if she ever felt alone, if she ever felt like you know, there was no one there for her or she ever felt, you know, like she didn't have anybody to talk to that she could talk to me. And so I just want to encourage anybody out there as well. You know, you find somebody to talk to. Trust me, there's somebody out there that, that's willing to help you. There's somebody out there that's willing to, to listen to you. There's somebody out there that cares about you and loves you. And sometimes you just got to let go of that pride. Sometimes you just got to let go of that pride and say, hey, you know what? I need help. You know, it's it's not weak to ask for help. It's wise. It's wise. Let me say that again. It's not weak to ask for help. It's a wise thing. And so there is somebody out there that loves you and cares about you. You know, and just just go to that person. You know, go to that person that that will be there for you, that won't judge you, that you can express, you know, what you what you're feeling. And that they'll be there for you and love you and, and and love you through it. Because we all need somebody. <clears throat> we all 
We all struggle. We all experience pain. That's just part of being human. And even myself, I'll give you a personal example. This week, this past week, you know, it's just been crazy. It's been a crazy week. Just crazy things happening, right? <laughs> and Friday, you know, you know, I called my brother. Yeah, I called him. I was, you know, and he didn't answer. <laughs> that's how we do. I think that's a Cristalis thing. I think you got to call us more than once or something. But nah, I called him I was, and he didn't answer. But I texted him. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, give me, give me a call when you can, man, as soon as you can, you know, and, and he, sure enough, he called me, and sure enough, we met up, and sure enough, um, you know, we hung out, we talked, I shared what was on my heart, I shared some of the things that I've been struggling with, uh, in terms of just feeling overwhelmed, like I said, it's just been a, it's been a crazy week, and um, sure enough, he was there for me to tell me, hang in there, brother, hang in there. And sure enough, he was there to tell me, I love you. And, you know, that's what I needed. I needed somebody just to tell me, hey, hang in there. You know, and I love you and you're going to make it. You you got this. And so to you, the listener, I wish you the best this week. You know, I wish you the best. Um, I... Uh, just know that you, whatever it is that you're going through, you know, whatever it is that you're going through, you can, you can, you can make it. And sometimes you're going to need somebody else to help you make it. So don't push that hand away. Don't push that help away. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to make that phone call and say, hey, I, I just, I just need to talk to you. Or, hey, I just need you to listen. It's okay to do that. And so I encourage you. Encourage you to don't don't think that you're alone and don't get caught up in that lie that no one cares about you. Don't do that to yourself. Your life is precious. Your life is special. Your life is, is so valuable. Go for help. Ask for help. And just know this. You know, tomorrow morning. Um, you know, tomorrow tomorrow morning, right? I'm recording this Sunday night. But tomorrow morning is a, is a new day, and as a new as, as it is with a new day, there's there's new opportunities and new chances, and and regardless of what happened the day before, every new day brings new mercy. Every day, every new day brings new grace, and what I mean by that mercy and grace is that every do every new day has you know just more opportunity and a chance for you to to gravitate towards the good gravitates towards the love right gravitates towards gravitate towards um just what you need it's there you know and sometimes we can't see it sometimes we're you know we're blinded by by our struggles and we're blinded by the things that are going on in our, in, in our life that we think there's nothing good out there. But the reality is that there is something, there is good out there. There really is. There is help out there. There is love out there. You know, and it's not, I'm not even talking about a, a love between, you know, uh, you and a significant other. I'm talking about just love, you know, from people, from from a kid, you know, from your daughter, from from the person at, at, at the store. You know, there's just, there's just love. There's good out there in the world. I know, I know, I know social media shows all 
the bad, right? In media, it shows all the bad, but man, there's some good out there. And so I, I hope that you'll see that, that with each new day, there's new mercy, there's new grace, and there's opportunities for you to look at life differently and for you to, to choose to, to look at life differently and know that you're here on earth for a purpose. You're here on earth for a, for a mission. Yeah, there's a mission for your life. And I don't know what that is. And maybe you don't know either. But there's something that that was placed in you, you know, and and that only you can do, you know. And so I I, I hope that you you figure that out. I hope that you realize that man, you have purpose, you have a mission. Because when you know that, you'll 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 look at life differently. I'm not saying everything will be perfect. <laughs> I'm just saying that in the moments when you feel like giving up, you'll be like, you know, I can't. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go through my little through my little moment where I'm feeling down because we all do. But I'm going to go for help because I know that my life has purpose and I know that there are people counting on me. So, <sighs> guys, you know, I, and like I said, again, I know this this wasn't the the normal, you know, podcast, um, show, but, um, we'll be back next week, you know, God willing next, next week, we'll be back with, you know, uh, another, you know, just, uh, empowering, inspiring episode. But until then, I want to wish you guys all the best. Um, and I pray God's blessings on your life. So until next time, faith, hope, love.